Howdy, and welcome back to Pointer Rentals, The Front Porch. If you haven't stopped by before, you can find the rest of our conversations with pointers and friends in the rental industry at pointerrental.com slash porch. I'm Lauren Jewell, and let's get started. Welcome to The Front Porch with Lauren Jewell. So today we have the longest tenured pointer, a legend here in the office and among pointer rental customers, Earl Sherman with us. Yay! Yay! Earl, we're glad to have you here. Thank you. All right. So who are you? Where are you from? And what is it you tell people that you do at Point of Rental? Um, I am Earl. I am in support. Okay. I help customers. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I do. And other people in Point of Rental. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm from Fort Worth. Texas, born here, Harris Hospital. Me too. Uh, how about that? What? Maybe yeah. a few years off. Probably, but, probably yeah. <laughs> a little different time there, but there you go. Okay. And um, lived in Tarrant County all my life, mm-hmm. except for a short little time when I was about one when we were in Albuquerque. But okay. we try not to think about that. Okay. We will not think about Albuquerque yeah. the rest of this time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we'll start off with just kind of a silly question. Okay. Um, so please list as many 1980s movies as you can think of ah. off the top of your head. <laughs> Was Top Gun 1980s? Well, we have no way to fact check this. Well, then I have um, no so idea. there's no I pressure. I can just make up anything. <laughs> yeah. Top Gun. Uh, yeah, so well, we one. fact check it later. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. I, I don't watch a lot of movies, and then I forget them. E.T. Um, uh, Was it the Reese's Pieces that reminded that you of That could e. be it. That's mm. right. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Okay. I, I'm sorry. Top just, Gun and E.T. It's okay. That's all I know. It was an off-the-cuff question. And it's we very off-the-cuff. <laughs> How would go? So um, what did you want to be growing up? I didn't want to be anything. I had no ambitions whatsoever growing up. I was (laughs) perfectly happy being a child. Yeah, sure. And so I said, screw this. Well, I don't want to work. Sure, yeah. Uh, Uh People always come home grumpy at the end of the day, usually. What's the point of this? Mm -hmm. So I was Mm -hmm. just, I had no ambitions whatsoever. Okay. Wow. So so I imagine you, I mean, I know that you're here now, so you obviously have had some career. We'll get into that later. So what kind of... um, Spurred on that change of mindset to where it's just I don't want to. Do oh, I had thing. to. I had to eat okay, stuff like that. Fair. You know, <laughs> I had to have a paycheck. Right. So uh, I worked for uh, as a custodian or uh, at a little uh, retail thing back in the seventies called W T Grants. Okay. And for a year, then I worked for a nonprofit in their uh, uh, printing area, and then I worked for. Homer's Handyman, which was a hardware lumberyard kind of thing okay. back in the 80s. So no they relation went under. to Homer from The Simpsons? None whatsoever. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And then I worked for a clay company that made clay for potters, and we sold pottery supplies and stuff mm-hmm. in Fort Worth. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may be there, but they're not the same. And then I came here. Okay. Gotcha. So that was that four or five? Yeah, I've only four or five places. places. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And so how long have you been here for? Uh, it was 35 years. This 35 year. years. Yep, okay, yep. well, congratulations. Well, it's nothing to it. Had to be somewhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, of all of those jobs, do you have a favorite? I mean, and you don't have to say point of rental, but from, you know, your pottery oh, store and all well, that. Well, the pottery company was yeah. really interesting. It was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. 
And were we just, people making pottery? No, there? We, uh, we were dealing with people who made pottery. Okay. So we we formulated clay for them, and mm-hmm. we mixed glazes for them, and mm-hmm. we sold them potter wheels and and odds and ends that. So mm-hmm. we dealt with schools and craftspeople, right. and, uh-huh. and so and I was into ceramics a little bit at that point. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. I but didn't it didn't make any money. Oh. Okay. So well. Maybe there'll in. be a pottery revolution sometime, and we'll have more. They've been around a long time. Mm, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> see, I got some pottery right here. Did you make that? No. I didn't even think about the fact that you would have to mix the clay that There's people would use for it. Different yeah. Formulations for different. Okay, it's not just dirt and water. I guess that's just mud. But that, that's mud, <laughs> pretty much. But it's, it's a little more complicated. Than okay. That. <laughs> well, very cool. Did you have just like a giant vat that you were stirring in the back, and then? No, it was it was it was just a big old pot, more or less steel pot. But it had this mixer that just mm. you'd throw the different types of components in there and right. mix it and up. Would do it. Okay. And gotcha. Then you squeezed it through an extruder. Okay. And mm. I've moved tons of clay, mm-hmm. fifty pounds at a time. So not quite as primitive as I was imagining. No, just no, you in the back with like yeah. a little candle just no, stirring no, your no, cauldron. Of, no, okay. not, that, <laughs> not, not that simple. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that doesn't like a fun place to work. Yeah, though. it was. It was cool. So you mentioned that there's a bunch of formulas. Do you have a favorite formula? Or is there like one that you're like, wow, this one's really neat? Well, uh, actually, I'd have to look. I have paperwork where I saved the formulas. Hmm. And there was a nice... Uh, it was called E.T., oddly enough. <laughs> Whoa. But it was for a professor up at uh, uh, North Texas who ran the ceramics program up there. And so it made a nice, it was a stoneware formula that made a nice tannish kind of clay when it was fired. It was mm-hmm. a, And it was very, thing. that was a very nice formula. <laughs> and I have it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself getting back into making clay? And I would like to. It would yeah. be fun. I would like to get mm-hmm. back in there and, and maybe do some raku or or hand building. I wasn't very good at uh, throwing the, the pots. And, yeah. but, uh, okay. but hand building and stuff like that mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. I had a little tiny pottery wheel I got when I was like seven or something uh-huh. that was like the Discovery <laughs> Channel. Like yeah. They were like, yeah, we'll sell this to kids and it'll yeah. be a great Christmas present. I think I made so many lumps of... <laughs> Mounds of um, stuff. things, not not nothing. Maybe a little divot, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, you can put stuff in that." Yeah, yeah. close enough. <laughs> but it was so much fun, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when it came time to choose between staying with the rental business or the software business when you were at Overland Rentals, um, why did you choose software? Well, I didn't so much choose it as it chose me. Wayne was the guy. He was doing everything. Mm-hmm. He was doing training. He was writing, rewriting the program. Mm-hmm. He was answering calls, and he was snowed under. I mean, it was yeah. more than he could handle. Mm-hmm. And they had a job in uh, Decatur, Georgia, that he had gone out on, but they needed me to go back out and retrain him because he got him sick while he was there. Okay. It was just a horrible situation. Yeah. And so I went out there and kind of showed him how to use the program and didn't cause too much trouble. So then they asked me, well, do you want to keep doing this? Sure. And be the support guy. Mm-hmm. And the support guy, I would get the phones after Wayne went, after we closed the office. Wayne went home, and so he didn't have to take calls at night all the mm-hmm. time. 
So you were working the night shift then? No, I was just taking. I worked during okay. the day. Yeah, and, and then it just and answered calls, calls during the day, mm-hmm. and then answered calls, took calls after hours sure. mm-hmm. to help people. And this is why we were still on legacy, so they weren't too complicated. I just you know, so I just said, oh, I hit the reset button and sure. get them going there. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. a big Plug deal. in your computer. Yeah, and uh, and Wayne taught me what I needed to know. Mm-hmm. And so that took a lot of a lot of pressure off of Wayne, so he could go in and actually work on the program. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of evolved into me doing this. And so I didn't really make a decision. There wasn't any more money involved, so <laughs> I just came over and did it. Yeah. And plus, I was getting pretty uh, tired of fighting with customers on the rental side. I was sure. going to kill somebody, so they just <laughs> they just got me out of there to avoid okay. the Okay, gotcha. Yeah, stuff. we'll get him behind the phone yeah, now. Yeah, get him face over here, so he's not going <laughs> to. People were driving me crazy at one point there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I've I've worked quite a bit of well, not. I don't know. I've worked customer service before, and so I can understand. Yeah, dealing with yes, dealing with the public can be pretty high stress. Sure, at times. sure, yeah. You need a break every once in a while, and when it's every day, it's a lot. So, um, how has your experience in the rental industry helped you here at Point of Rental? Oh, well, I I don't know. I have empathy, not sympathy. I have empathy mm. for the guy behind the counter mm. who is dealing with customers, and the program's not doing or he doesn't understand how to use the program. Sure. I know what that's like. That is a bad situation mm-hmm. when you're trying to do something. Yeah. And you, have and the you can't of the person figure right it out. And here's this guy in your yep. face there mm-hmm. and things aren't working right and the printer's not working. Yeah. And so I know exactly what he is doing mm-hmm. and what he's up against. And I know besides just the program, there are a thousand other things going on in that business, right. in addition to just writing contracts and dealing mm-hmm. with that. So there is a lot of stuff that these guys have to do, and I have empathy for them because I've done it. Right. And I think that is very helpful in knowing that what you're doing is important. Right, yeah. And it's very significant mm-hmm. to these guys. It makes right. a big difference. Because it can be hard to, to relate to someone when you're just hearing them on the phone yeah. or just looking at if the computer you've never versus if you're done there face-to-face it. or have done it yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, we've always wanted to be able to get people with some rental experience. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of hard to find those people there. Right. So do you get a lot of calls from people when they're there in the moment and they're like, I've got a customer here, what oh, do I, I do? Have. Or is it mostly after? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've okay. had it where they are in the middle of something. Gotcha. The thing's okay. locked up or mm-hmm. they're in a place where right. they got to move forward. They mm-hmm. have a customer waiting. It's it's several yeah. times a day. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're very thankful to have someone who's like, oh, I know exactly what you've yeah. been through. Yeah. Here's the steps for you to kind of get through Back it. Back in the old days before we had Team Viewer. Mm-hmm. I had to remember where they were on the screen. Oh, and I could really? know just oh by gosh. them telling me what was on the screen uh-huh. what they needed to do. Wow. I used to be a lot better. <laughs> now I can remote in, see sure. what they're doing, right. and help uh-huh. them. But back then I had to say, okay, well, you're there, so you got to hit this, this, and this to do this. Uh-huh. Wow, and it was insane. Yeah, you was, didn't even have like printed out pictures of all the no, different pages. But okay. I had done it back then. Sure. I had hit the keyboards, mm-hmm. and I knew what they were looking at, so yeah. it made a huge difference. Yeah. What has been your favorite part of working here? The people. Everyone, I, the friends we've made and uh, the fun we have here. 
it's you know it's it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes it's hell, but most of the time we have a good old time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best part. Mm-hmm. I think for your thirty fifth video, they, you know, I was hearing stories of people saying, you know, you at international conferences and ARAs, like people start chanting your name, Earl, Earl, mm-hmm. Earl. Yeah. Um. So people, I mean, people seem to like you too. They, for some, for reason. some reason, I have no idea why. Uh-huh. Other than I've been to those places, I've met these people, I've talked to them for years. Some mm-hmm. people for many years. And they know who I am, and so um, they kind of enjoy making fun of me, I guess. So oh, it's, oh. it's okay with me. Okay. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, as long as you can laugh at yourself, I'm, I think no you can do life whatsoever. pretty well. <laughs> we have a good old time most yeah. of the time. Okay. Let's pretend like this is graduation and you're the valedictorian. Um, what is your message to your fellow pointers as you get ready to embark on new adventures? Well... To my fellow pointers, I encourage you to have patience and perseverance when dealing with our our users, the people we deal, you know, our customers. Um, Patience is very important. Listen to them carefully, and sometimes you got to think outside of the box to help them. And have fun with it. It's fun to deal with some of these guys. Have a good old time with them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a puzzle that you have to deal with every day. Sometimes, yeah, you get this puzzle in front of you, and you got to figure out what they want, understand what they need, listen to them, and then help them solve the problem, solve the puzzle. Want to help us change the world? Point the Way is Point of Rentals' employee-led community giving program. We provide volunteer opportunities as a team to help improve our communities throughout the world. If you're a pointer. You can find out more about how we're helping this quarter, suggest ideas for the future, and connect with us on our internal Point the Way workplace page. If you're not, you can still see what we're doing by following us on social media. We're in the business of making better lives. What is the most interesting thing that's happened during one of your installations? Well, a couple of things come to mind. I was doing a uh, training job in Arkansas, and we're in the building doing our thing. We hear a, a gunshot. And, you know, in Arkansas, it's just a gunshot. No big deal. Goes sure. It's all the time. <laughs> well, it turns out a, uh, a, uh, one of the employees was out in his car, truck, taking a break or something, and had a gun in the car, and it fell over and went off and shot him in the leg. Oh, my gosh. And so... You know, they had to stop and, you know, make sure he was all right and Mm -hmm. call the ambulance or haul him off to wherever they sew up legs and stuff. Mm. And so that always thought that was kind of an interesting situation. Mm -hmm. I never, one of the few places where there where someone got shot. Were the other employees phased at all by this? Well, they were kind of surprised, but apparently this particular employee, they weren't that surprised. Ah, okay. They, they, you know, it's Arkansas, so... Probably two or three people get shot a day there. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> just a common everyday thing. There. Who knows? Yeah, I was wondering, you just go right back to teaching. All right, back to contracts. Yes. That's right. Okay. <laughs> That's what we did. We took care of him. We moved back along. Well, Earl, how did you end up getting into art? I know you mentioned you worked at a pottery studio there for a mm-hmm. while, but I imagine it might have started before or after oh, that. Oh, it's when I, when I was a little kid. I always enjoyed painting. Must have been in third or fourth or fifth grade. I got a paint by number set. You ever could see paint by number sets? Yes. Uh huh. 
and there are a bunch of little things of oil paint. And my, that was fun. But then I started painting what I really wanted to paint. Oh, you just know? ignored all yeah, the numbers ignore and the lines, lines and yeah. stuff and uh -huh. do what I want to do. And that, that was just cool. Hmm. And I just like smearing paint around and doing clay in art class. And art class was my, always my favorite class. Mm -hmm. So it's just something I naturally gravitated to and yeah. have always enjoyed. I took, I have got a degree in art at school, so, mm -hmm. and I've used it every day of my life. Mm -hmm. Never made any money off of it, no. never worked yeah. in it, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. yeah wow. It's cool. Do you have a preferred method of art that you use? I like, uh, I use painting in acrylics. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's fast. You can uh, pretty flexible. You can do a lot of different things in it. Uh, I enjoy oil paint, but it's kind of messy and stinky. And um, and then I draw and and do collages and all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. But uh, probably acrylic painting's the one I okay. I do most of my stuff in. And are you doing all these like on your living room couch, or do you have like a studio? Actually, I have this? I have a room now. After we got rid of all the kids, ah. I got a room <laughs> in my house with a big table in it, and I go in there and crank up the music and and go to work and have yeah. have fun. Mm -hmm. Crank up what music? What music? Yeah, I mean you can't oh, just say the kinds. music. Oh, uh, I am a old rock and roller. Listen to mm. rock, you know, everything from Chuck Berry on forward there. Mm. All kinds of real loud. Is this um, like records that you've got? You I got on? records, you got I got CDs, I got tapes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got everything. Okay. CDs. Yeah. Ooh, I found some real good deals at, uh, at Goodwill Store a couple of weeks mm. ago where mm -hmm. they had one of those you know, big bins just full of CDs, mm -hmm. the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. I got 20 or 30 of them for two bucks each. Oh, sweet. It was great. Yeah, uh-huh. Stuff that I didn't buy 20 years ago yeah. that I would have, but mm -hmm. there they were. Woo-hoo. Okay, yeah. It yeah, I guess thrill. a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people have gone to online streaming for music Well, there's now. a lot of people now dying, are, <laughs> and so their CD collections are being, and, you know, you can't, no one buys, you know, yeah. all the young kids. Right. They don't want CDs. Right, uh-huh. But I like to own stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to have a physical thing. I really yeah. missed LPs because you got the LP and you got a big old thing to look oh. at. It was fun. I got a couple of 300 LPs to play with, but I don't play them too often. Okay. Sometimes but they anyway. had, like, cool things on the sleeves. On oh, side. yeah, cool sleeves. And you used to get stuff inside them, posters and all kinds of stuff back in the good old days. Mm -hmm. It was a lot more fun. Now you just you can just download something. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> well, yep, you just really sold, you know, the yep. 2000s. That's right. Everyone. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> You're missing a whole hell of a lot of stuff. Mm. It was more fun back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a lot more fun. Since this isn't a visual medium and we can't show people your art here, can you describe your art style to the listeners? Well, it's all abstract, very colorful. Some of them are geometric. Some of them are kind of squiggly and blobby looking things. Uh, very bright colors. Lots of color. Um, people like to read into them things that aren't really there, but uh, enjoy it. You know, it, it has no meaning to it whatsoever. It's mm -hmm. just color. Just fun, beautiful. Just fun. Well, I don't know beautiful, but it's just fun. Okay. It's kind of it, psychedelic. Kind of psychedelic, you know. You can, 
smoke some weed or drop some acid and look at it and All have right. some good old time there. Wow. Not Just don't do it at the office, it. though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do it at the office, children. So your love of, of color and brightness, I assume, kind of feeds into your love of New Orleans. Oh, yes, you, indeed. New yeah. Orleans is like a painting, you know. It's mm-hmm. just color and flash and movement and drunkenness and debauchery and mm-hmm. and All the, the smell of stale beer and red beans and rice. Mm-hmm. And, man, it's the life. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love going to that, especially Mardi Gras, going and catching beads and and just being a fool for a few days, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Do you go every year? Not every year. We usually it takes a year to recover, but oh, every okay. couple of years. <laughs> I wear myself out. I work mm-hmm. hard at, at, okay. at going to New Orleans. Well, so. good. I'm glad. I mean, you know, you got to work hard so you can play hard uh, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, we have so. a good old time. And I'm a little older now, so I don't have the stan- stanima. Stamina? Stanima. Stamina. Stamina <laughs> that I once had, so it, uh, I can't. Go as crazy as I used to be, but I do the best I can under okay. the circumstances. Hmm. Okay, so we'll have to have a uh, a New Orleans oh. uh, Mardi Gras day. At Absolutely, work or we should. Where we we should shut down the office and all meet in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and we'll show you how to how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, instead we're not of having... meeting party bus all the oh. way. Oh, oh, now that's <laughs> yes. a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, because would you normally drive to New Orleans? I drive. Yeah. It's only okay. an eight-hour drive. It's, say, uh-huh. 85 miles an hour, so mm-hmm. it's no big deal. Okay. But it would be more fun if we were drinking on the way. Right, yeah. That would be a hell of a trip. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Well, now that the ARA is no longer happening in New Orleans in February, oh, maybe we can do... Oh, isn't that sad? I, know. I was so looking forward to I that. Know. I'm, I'm actually quite sad about that. But maybe we could convince Wayne to replace it with party well, bus for us to go down there. And yeah, I see why not. We also didn't get the in-person Christmas party this year. Oh, then it's like we'll just—it's a deal. Okay, it's a done deal. <laughs> we'll have Mardi Gras. Boom, go down the weekend before because Mardi Gras is on Tuesday. But okay. if you go down Saturday, mm-hmm. get there Friday, go Saturday, go to the big parades, the mm-hmm. big best parades on Saturday before mm-hmm. Mardi you know Gras. That? Okay, that's the weekend to go. Okay, and. Man, it's crazy land. Hmm. Hang out on Bourbon Street all night, get real toasted and hmm. crazy and maybe hmm. in a couple of fights, and we'll have a good old time. Eat right. like fools. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm I'll done do for this. I'll, Wait, I'll, you how, I'll be your guide. This. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> have a good time. Spoilers. They're terrible, but people that won't allow you to talk about the thing you just saw because you'll spoil it for them are also frustrating. Why, it's nearly impossible to have a conversation these days. But you can talk to your point-of-rental software without worrying that it'll reveal key plot points to the movies or TV shows you haven't seen. Our software is physically unable to talk. So even if it's seen the movie before, it'll never spoil a moment or ask to stifle your excitement. When you need to talk, you can count on point-of-rental software. I know there's been rumors of you retiring sometime soon. Uh, What are you planning to do in your retirement? Well, I was planning on retiring at the end of the year, but uh, as I said, I took a week off and and decided that if I did retire, my wife would probably kill me within a couple of weeks, so just to stay alive, Mm -hmm. because I drove her absolutely crazy. Uh. (laughs) And uh, so I'm just going to keep working to to keep alive, and um, uh, at least 
at least till I'm 67 next October. Okay. And then we'll see what happens there. Sure. But then, yeah, I'm, you know, maybe next week you know, might get fed up and say I've had it. Yeah. But I'm since that Orleans, paycheck, yeah, you know, I really thought I could go to New Orleans and you know, learn how to tap on the street, you know, and collect money that way or something. But mm-hmm. no, I think I'll uh, hang around a while, get that paycheck, and uh, keep hanging around. Okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if Wayne doesn't fire me. It will be fine. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, you know, expect <laughs> yeah. it any time now. Mm-hmm. Well, but I've been expecting it for 35 years, so yeah. I'm not too surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think on, on just, I can speak for Pointer Riddle that we're glad to have you around for another year. Yeah, we'll stick around. Yeah, I'm, right. it's fun to be here. Mm-hmm. Still fun. Well, good. When you were at Overland Rentals, did you ever have to refuse to rent to someone? Oh, yeah, more than one occasion we'd have some some guy come in, but the one I remember... Uh, more than most, is I had this young lady. She was late teens or early 20s, mm-hmm. and she came in with uh, obviously fake driver's license. Hmm. I mean, it was cut up, and it's like she cut a picture out of a newspaper and taped it in there. It was terrible. It was the worst fake driver's license, hmm. and she wanted to buy something or rent something, and you got to yeah. be kidding. Yeah. It was like hot pink Sharpie uh, on yeah, it or something. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I said, no, no, I'm sorry. This is, you got to try harder. Mm-hmm. Go out, get a better <laughs> one and come back. But oh, I can't okay. rent to you with this right. here. This yeah. is not going to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> and people would come in and rent things and take them to a pawn shop and pawn it. Oh, and so, you know, yeah. this just get out of here. You mm-hmm. know, th- mm-hmm. That was the worst attempt I've ever seen at <laughs> Had doing that. It was it was weird how bad it was. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well maybe in your retirement you can teach people how to make proper fake ideas. Yeah, you know, make an effort. You know, if you're gonna, <laughs> you know, have some pride in your work. If you're yeah. gonna be a thief, be a good thief. Mm-hmm. You know, make it worthwhile. So, um, was there ever a point where you thought, you know, it might be time for me to do something else besides now, anyways? Yeah, multiple times, multiple, multiple times. Hmm. Uh, I was doing a job early on in, in this uh, training business in Brownswood, Texas, and we had worked all night long, and it was it was late when we finished. Hadn't had anything to eat, so I was at this diner off the interstate or something, had a piece of pie and a glass of milk, and I'm standing outside there and thinking, what is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? This is crazy. And I had to get up in like four or five hours and go right back to work. And I thought, oh, man. But then went to the cheap motel and got some rest and then went back to work and kept going at it there. And yeah. It, that, that paycheck coming every two weeks is mm-hmm. a strong incentive mm-hmm. not to chuck it and say yeah. to hell with this. Mm-hmm. Glad you're still here. <laughs> I'd, I'd be interested in Wayne's answer to that question. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun to learn? Uh-huh. <laughs> we might have to ask him. <laughs> Wayne, we'll how many we'll times have you thought time. of saying this and I'm out of here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never. No, 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 no. Yeah. How many states or countries has Point of Rental sent you to in your time? I've been to every state in the country, in, in this country, the mm. U.S. of A., I've been to most provinces in, um, what's that country up north here? Canada. Canada, yeah. Uh, Man, I, you're wearing a Canadian I sweatshirt, am. too. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> from from Montreal. 
uh, and I'm uh, been to South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, the Grand Caymans, Jamaica, Jamaica man, and uh, uh, I think that's it. If there were others, they weren't that interesting. Okay. But they would just be like layovers nah, or something. Yeah, yeah nothing. <laughs> no so, offense, other potential places that are. Oh in. yeah, we, <laughs> we love all those other places. I just don't want to go there. All right. Did you have a favorite place that you visited? There's interesting places. Jamaica was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you get the cornrows that a lot of people no, do? No, you can't cornrow this oh, stuff okay. here. It's, <laughs> it's worthless. Uh, no, it's. It was just the the people there, and it was it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I, I yeah. enjoyed Jamaica there. Mm. Uh, oh, so would you go for um, not just implementations, but even for like sales and all of that? No, I I always did implementations okay. and training and stuff. Gotcha. Uh, I'm not very good at sales, uh, simply because it's obvious you should be buying point of rental. Why am I even <laughs> here wasting my time? Just sign the form and, and let's move on. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. it's, I don't know how many people would evident. be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wonder what your closure would be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't sell things very uh-huh. well. Well, you know, we did record that, so we might just start using that. Yeah, use that as, as a thing. <laughs> I was going to say, if it turns out that it works, man, we've been wasting so yeah, much Yeah, why do we have all these sales guys here? Here's the thing. Sign it. You're going to love it. Just right. move on. Let's mm-hmm. let's stop wasting time. Okay. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Sounds good. we got better things to do. Um, all right, so now I have a really, a really silly question that... Uh, Don't undercut the question. <laughs> I mean, Ryan wrote this amazing question that I'm so nope. excited to ask you. Um, all right. If you had to fight 200 of me the size of ducks, or one duck that's my size, which would you choose to fight? Assuming that the duck that's my size is still capable of flight. This sounds like a math problem I had in sixth grade. <laughs> this is yeah. this is unusual then. Um, first off, I wouldn't fight you, period. Oh, okay. I mean, you've done nothing that deserves a fight. Oh, well, and uh, But it would be very interesting to see 200 of you the size of a duck. So <laughs> probably the ducks would 200, 200 duck size Duck size me's? Okay. All right. Acceptable answer. Okay. Thank good, you. Good. <laughs> Five important questions. Five important questions. Five important questions. questions. Question number one Mm -hmm. is, what would you say is your greatest success in life? I haven't killed anybody, so that's a positive. Um, Haven't been to jail, Mm -hmm. so I consider that a success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, haven't been caught, so, you know, the things I should have been caught on. So that's pretty successful. All right. Upstanding citizen. Yeah, pretty upstanding. Pretty boring, but upstanding. People like vanilla. So what is your greatest fear? Ooh, my greatest fear is being buried alive. Really? Really. I can tell you've thought of this before. I have thought (laughs) of it. It has bothered me before. I've had dreams about this. Okay. It's not like you've ever been close to encountering this. If I get into a situation where I can't get out of it, Uh a physical situation where I'm locked in, I will fight my way out of that. Uh-huh, I will uh-huh. I will throw a fit. So don't ever get me in a corner. Okay. I don't plan on burying you alive anytime soon. Yeah, I don't. Soon. But, uh, man, <laughs> I, I've thought about this. That would be the worst thing on earth. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> worst Fair. thing in earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could tell first day at Point of Rental Earl 
one piece of advice or possibly even first day at Overland Rentals, Earl, Mm -hmm. one piece of advice that would lead to becoming a successful pointer, what would you say? Um, Be quiet and pay attention. Okay. Would first day at Point of Rental, Earl, listen to you? Oh, no. He he wouldn't pay any attention. He's a dumbass. (laughs) He he wouldn't pay any attention. But, yeah, just shut up, pay attention, and, and learn something. Uh, and maybe you'll get by. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like that should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> Shut up and pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be your next pointer rental training T-shirt. What is your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? As a pointer? Mm-hmm. Pretend that this term existed all the way back to your Overland Rental. Sure. Okay. Right, yeah. The most embarrassing thing <laughs> as an is Overlandian. at Overland Rentals, we uh, we had a, a, a grease grease trap, so when we cleaned the equipment there, all the thing, all the dirt and grease went into the grease trap, and it, it had a big manhole cover outside. And occasionally we'd have someone come around and suck all this nastiness out, and so it was full. We took it off and said, "Oh, it's full." And so, Earl, can, you, can you sit? sit back? Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to show them where it was, so they lost me. So this grease trap is full. We take the lid off, see it's full and leave the lid sitting there. So I got distracted and looking around, turned around and stepped into the grease trap, fell into it up to my leg like this, skinned myself up pretty good. Everyone had a good old time with that trick. Uh And that was probably the most embarrassing thing that ever happened there. Okay. Does that end your day, or do you just have to stand I kept working. For the rest of (laughs) it. I had the keyboard. I hosed myself off and just, we didn't, Go home. Once you got to work, unless you chopped off a limb or something, mm-hmm. you kept working. Hmm. That was it. Okay. There was no alternative. And it wasn't like smelly or anything? It was and... horrible. It smelled <laughs> like crap and grease and it was nasty. And it wasn't a deterrent to customers coming in or anything? I had no problem. With it. I don't, you know. They're like, this is what a rental store smells, this is smells what it's like. Going to I don't be. know. You know, the, 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 the store smelled like diesel and gas fumes anyway. Sure. <laughs> it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You just had to keep working. All right. Well, I'm I'm sorry to tell you, but in in this scenario, um, hmm. you have been sentenced to death um, oh, as stepping in a grease trap and just working, continue working throughout the day is now a capital offense. Yeah, so much for your record about not getting caught. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Damn it. <laughs> um, what would be your last meal? Of late, it would be a ribeye steak with uh, a baked potato with all the fixings on it. Maybe a vegetable, a token vegetable, broccoli or something on the side there. Mm. My wife has gone vegetarian, and so I dream of meat now. So (laughs) a nice, big, juicy, red, uh, medium, rare Uh ribeye steak Mm. is, is my dream now. Okay. Wow. So because your wife is vegetarian, no meat in the house, not uh, even there's meat anything. and okay. she'll she'll okay. But she's, you know, it's easier to cook. Yeah, and I, it's for our health. It's great. Sure. But meat's mm. important. Mm-hmm. So anything to drink with it or just the steak? Oh, uh, to drink uh, a margarita and something mm. like that on the side. Okay. Margaritas are very good. Right. Though I can't have sugar as much. So I just do straight tequila now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the responsible thing. That's the responsible mm. thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sounds great. Well, I hope that you. I I don't hope that you ever have that experience in real life. But it sounds like a great last meal. Yeah. I hope I you get to have the meal, just not the death after it. Yes. That. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Okay. Well, I hope I do too. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Um. Hmm. <laughs> not that I'm perfect. I'm, I don't need to change anything. I'm pretty satisfied with myself. Okay. Are we accepting that answer? I suppose. If you could change one thing at Point of Rental, what would it be? We've been very successful. We've got a bunch of talented people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't want to get overextended. Right. Expand in time. In as, as we can, as we mm-hmm. could. It's amazing what I've seen, how this thing has grown over 35 years. It's just unbelievable. Uh, but but we want to keep a, not small, but a focused, I guess, mentality and not go crazy, mm-hmm. which I think we're probably doing. It's yeah. not that we need to change it. We just need to maintain it. Mm. Yeah, going crazy is for New Orleans. Yeah. When we go to Mardi Gras, we will go crazy. Tell me something that you didn't believe when you were younger, but eventually came around on. When I was younger and I had to start work, I never would have thought of work being so important. Hmm. The importance of work. Hmm. I guess you did kind of touch on that earlier when you said that you didn't really have any, not aspirations, but you didn't know what you want to do when you I grew didn't up. know anything. Yeah. And so, but uh, moving forward, when I was young, I didn't realize how important work was. Mm-hmm. And work is extremely important. I mean, it gives focus and structure to your life and and doing a good job and doing your work well. It's very, very important. So mm-hmm. maybe that. Okay, yeah. But I soon learned it. Right. I enjoy working. Mm-hmm. I, I like working. Yeah. Always have. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Oddly enough. I think that's that's a value that you don't necessarily see people talk about that often. So I think that's a good one to highlight. Yeah. Everyone, go back to work. Get busy. <laughs> what are you Moving listening on. to this for? But please listen to the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, question number five. I thought we did five. Okay. Sur- surprise. Holy moly. Question number five Uh is, um, what is your spirit spice? I don't understand that question. What is a spirit (laughs) spice? (laughs) So um, have you ever heard of the term spirit animal, where it's like an animal that you relate to? I don't know what that is either. I mean, but no, I don't know what a spirit spice, a spice that... that Encapsulates the essence of you. Yes. If you were were a spice, what spice would you be? Are you cinnamon, Uh, oregano, garlic powder... (laughs) <laughs> chili i'm a chili you're chili pepper i'm chili powder chili powder all right there you go okay i like the answer kind of hot nice. and stinging when you bite into it there okay cayenne make it really hot cayenne mm, yeah make a cayenne pepper Ooh, there. all right make them suffer <laughs> all right i think you embraced the question of okay what is your good spirit very good thank goodness tell me a secret about point of rental <laughs> a secret about point of rental yes yeah, you know i've seen wayne get mad once really yeah 
I'm not going to tell you why or when. Okay. But he can get mad. All right. Have you ever seen Wayne mad? Uh. I mean, really mad. I don't know. We don't have anything to compare it to. Exactly. Tell us yeah. about this time <laughs> no, when he got I mad. I've seen Wayne get really mad once. Okay. Was it as mad as you get? Yeah, probably so. Hmm. Yeah. But that's only once, been a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know really what caused it, but man, he was pissed off. I remember that (laughs) very, very well. (laughs) Who is the next pointer I should talk to for this podcast? Oh. Oh. Well, there's a lot of interesting folks out there. But if you want to have a good time, because he's got a lot of good stories, talk to Scott Williams. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Scott's a good old boy. He's got some interesting stories you can tell. Okay. And he's been in the rental business. Have you talked to Melanie? No, we have not. Oh, you need to talk to Melanie. Melanie's a sweetheart, and she can probably tell you some good stories, too. She's been around mm-hmm. a, a few years. Okay. We'll have to talk to him. I like see Melanie. Who She's great. Too. Next. Good suggestions. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, thank you, Earl, for chatting today. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and just for playing such a big role in getting Pointer Riddle from a small side offering to what it is today, um, it's been a delight talking with you. Um, and just being around the office in general during my time here has been a delight going to see you making your walk around the building and whatnot yeah. on the daily. So it's yeah. been very fun. Okay, well, great. We'll try and keep it going then. All right. <laughs> well, send Earl some love this week. Send him an old school email saying, hey, um, send him a gif of chili your powder. favorite chili yeah, powder. Chili yeah, chili, chili powder, powder gif. Um, and just be epic and let him know that you care. So thanks for listening today, and we'll keep the porch light burning for you. Thank you very much. Man, that was weird. You could have made it more interesting and shot each other. Set the place on fire. I should reread this question. I'm talking to Earl about Santa Claus and ducks. Oh, well, philosophy, it's a wonderful subject. Smoke some weed or drop some acid. I've done it so many times. Kind of hot and stinging. You can teach people how to make proper fake IDs. You can't keep doing this, Earl. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. Just shut up. Dominoes was the world's best game ever. I've seen her knock down children. It can be really embarrassing. This is going to be edited all to hell, isn't this?